Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Marianne McGee, joined by... Mike Roberts. Mike, we have had some um, adventures for the school year, but our last foray into the community, surrounded by hundreds of eighth graders. Listeners, if you have not been surrounded by hundreds <laughs> of eighth graders, let me tell you, it is surprisingly awesome. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about mission tomorrow, but there's something we want you to remember right now, and that's our social media handle, Henrico CTE. You can join the fun on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, at the handle Henrico CTE. Of course, for a deep dive of what's happening with Henrico Schools Career and Technical Education, visit HenricoCTE.com anytime. Mike, where can our wonderful community of listeners find our podcast these days? Uh, you can find the podcast uh, on the app that you're listening to right now, obviously. But we are also available on many, many more of the major uh, podcast apps and uh, the majority of the minor ones. So check us out. We've got a 100-plus uh, episode inventory. So if you're having a nice rainy weekend, like uh, we're hearing <laughs> is going to happen with us this weekend, That's right. it's great time to uh, do some uh, binge listening and, uh, and listen to some episodes um, all about career and technical education and how young people can find the careers they're looking for. Yeah. And, and you know, Mission Tomorrow is one of those examples. It is absolutely amazing. It's a three-day event mm -hmm. presented by Chamber RVA in partnership with Junior Achievement of Central Virginia. And Mike, you know, the term hands-on and interactive, we kind of use those terms pretty frequently, a little loosely, but Mission Tomorrow is for real hands-on. Oh yeah. I mean, when, when you see the booths that are set up at this event, this three-day event, I and mean, it's spanning all the buildings in the, that are, have over there at the racetrack, um, from, from the Commonwealth building on to the smaller ones, where these businesses are setting up demo areas versus just being one little table. You know, you're so used to going to, to these events and you've got a six-foot table and <laughs> right. some curtains and a, a little wraparound for the table and you have some you know, materials up there, mainly giveaways, candy, and little chotskis and stuff. This has, you go like over Dominion, they've got a, a bucket truck and they've got um, a mock-up of a telephone pole or a power pole and they've got a couple of guys that are that are strapped up and they're climbing up on that pole showing <laughs> the students how to do it and then they get the student in the harness and they they show them how they can climb up it and they've got uh mock-ups of uh, generators and and coils and all the different things that are involved with a power company and what they're doing in all these other companies is they're talking about not just talking about the obvious careers that they're advertising because when you think of Dominion, like oh, you're going to be alignment. Well, there's lots more there. As with any company, you have all you have the you know you pick a company, you pick Dominion Power. You're thinking alignment. You pick a construction company. You think oh, are they, are they building houses? Oh, they're building uh, office buildings. Okay, what? But what about all the rest? that's there, mm -hmm. you know, the, the support staff, um, 
um, everything from a truck driver to the office personnel who are handling HR and payroll and the accounting and stuff. So when they get to meet these companies and their representatives, they get to see what it's like to do some of these jobs. But they also find out about all the other opportunities. And in some cases, there's hundreds of, of opportunities of career paths that these companies offer. You just got to check it out. Yeah. I mean, Mission Tomorrow is it's it's highly visual. We're going to try to kind of give you a, a little bit of a, of a taste through some interviews that we have with people. And speaking of which, we're going to start with Jason Gamble with Dominion Energy. Jason is the director of DV Training. That's Dominion Energy Virginia Training. And, you know, he really makes a great point about kids. Let's hear more from Jason Gamble. Most little kids, you know, when you're in eighth grade, you know what your parents do. You know what maybe some close family friends do. Uh, but you really don't know all the different career paths that are afforded to you and all those options that you have. And so Dominion Energy is really interested in making sure they understand that Dominion Energy is one of those great choices, right? And specifically, we really want to make sure those children out there that that are really interested in maybe not going to a four-year university understand that you know Dominion Energy has a ton of jobs, a ton of careers that you can make a, a really great career for yourself that don't require that four-year education, right? And so that's where really kind of the heart of why we are here. If we can get their hands on it and they can start developing that really early, um, they can really make better choices, right? And so I think that's where the CTEs really fit in. It really dovetails nicely with a lot of the career paths inside Dominion. And so it's important that we form from a company standpoint, those relationships with the CTEs because a lot of those children and kids that are choosing the CTEs, they're really the best fit for Dominion Energy. Dominion Energy offers so many different jobs. We do a little bit of everything. You can literally change your whole entire career path, but not have to change your company. I tell people that all the time. Our line workers, our substation electricians, I mean, th these are jobs that pay a great deal of money. I mean, you can make a lot of money and you can work with a company that has phenomenal benefits and you have a career path. You know, some of our high level leaders got their start in the field as our craft workers, you understand and fundamentally know our business top to bottom. And we grow, we home grow almost all of our leaders at Dominion Energy. And so you don't necessarily need that for your education to be super successful inside, you know, a Fortune 250. It's just, it's not the case. Mike, you know, Jason makes so many great points there. And we have said this in CTE that there are great opportunities if you are going to college and if you are not going to college. We say that all the time. But it really does help to hear our industry partners saying the same thing. Yeah. I mean, when when a lot of times you have um, young students and even their parents are looking at the cost of going to college, it's great to hear that there are businesses out there that have great opportunities for the students that aren't planning on going that route. And, and what's really also interesting is how many of those businesses – bring you in where you're not planning on going to school, but they're willing to actually pay for you to go to school if that's the direction you want to go. At Once you get with them, you know, they may look at it as, and this is continuing education uh, for the career track that you're on, but, it, but just like he said, 
they're big enough where there's you could switch careers and be with the same company and i'll bet you that they're going to send you you know if you want to try a different career and try a different path and you've gotten some experience there while you're working there they're probably more than willing to do you know i'm sure they've got tons of programs when it comes to that uh to be able to help you pay for your school whether they're paying for it 100 percent or reimbursing or what and dominion is is one of those companies that should get lots of credits from people because they they how they work with young trying to bring young people into their industry but they also have they've in, they've got a person there that um, we've interviewed before um, they concentrate on hiring veterans coming home from from different um, conflicts and wars and stuff and when they come back over here and they're they're wanting to look for those types of people to come in and bring them into their company and um, and help them transition from from one part of their life to the to the next and getting a career started with them and so they do a lot of connections in the community to try and bring in everything from our students to to, to like I said veterans and others when you've got uh, Mission Tomorrow and the emphasis they have with these businesses and creating that level of contact and information with these students um, it's it's so important and I'm, I'm just glad that it seems like it every year it just gets bigger and bigger oh my gosh yeah and I think at, at this point there were the, the count would be 12,000 or more I don't yeah. even know if they know the final count but big numbers and if you think eighth graders who are there aren't engaged and paying attention then you have to hear this next interview listeners after we chatted with Jason Gamble he said you know I've got someone you ought to meet and we are delighted to introduce you to McCullough Kai Jackson. It's our first learning about Dominion. It was uh, right here five years ago when I was in the eighth grade, coming to Mission Tomorrow for my first time. And I walked around and I seen these cool guys climb, like working on the pole and stuff like that. I was like, I wonder who are these dudes? And I go over and I seen a familiar face and it was uh, Mr. Gamble. And I asked him, like, who are these guys and what do they do? And he goes, these are line workers. You know, they fix all the power. You get the clown poles, look cool, and help everybody out. And it was, that's awesome. And um, I wrote a, we did a paper about, you know, what we did here and the cool jobs here. And I, ironically, I wrote, I want to work for Demand Energy. And five years later, I'm right back here. Yeah. Makai. You really just manifested that entire <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. about your life. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. Tell me, and particularly because we'll have kids here and parents listening too, what does a ground worker do? Tell us what your average day is like. Awesome. So my average day, I'll come in in the morning. You know, we start at 7 a.m. I come in, uh, in the morning. I help all the linemen, so the guys who climb the poles and fix all the power. I assist them in any way much possible I can. And I get their trucks ready. I give them all their tools that they need. And I prep the truck and get them ready for their day. So I just try to assist them as best as possible. Uh, the best part is, you know, when there's storm, when it's raining and people, families don't have power and just turning on their power and they're coming outside cheering for you, clapping for you. It's just awesome to know that you help somebody. I went to Malothian High School, so I had a great education. I was I was a great student, but at the same time, I knew college isn't the only option, right? The men have a great opportunities to even still, if I would like to go to college, they can help me and assist me to still go to college. So I knew I have a great uh, background with this company, and I knew they would put me in the steps I need to be in the future. So I always felt comfortable just coming straight here and be able to work, and all the support that I've been given by this company is amazing. So I'm super happy to work for this company and plus. If, if you want to feel good about life, you got to spend about 30 seconds with Makai Jackson. He is so excited about his position 
with Dominion. We saw that at so many of the different booths and the presenters were really, really into it. But Mikey, you know, made a couple of points that we've talked about, which is he can see a future if he wants to transition and getting into a four-year program and he knows that he'll have the support there. But I love that it was the Mission Tomorrow seed that planted this yep. for Mackay. Yep. I mean, that just proves the point. This is that the events like this are important. They make that connection uh, with the students. With so many distractions students have nowadays, um, whether it's social media, video games, and stuff, all, all things that I participate in too. <laughs> but when, when you're a young person, it's, it can be distracting so that you're not thinking about what it is that you want to start you know, planning for for your future. And um, they, they, students get told a lot, you know, you got to start thinking, you got to start thinking, thinking about this, thinking about that. But when they see it, that's that's when I when they see it in person, going to Mission Tomorrow, coming to our Life Ready Expo and and other things, um, the Career Rodeo. When they when they're participating in those events, that's when it hits home and really gets them thinking about it, and it gets past all those distractions. And hearing him and the the, the enthusiasm in his voice and getting to meet him, I mean. It's just a great story. I mean, he he's happy that he's got this this start in his career, and and it's such a young age, and excited for his future, and and that's what we try and do every day. And and it's just really cool. Yeah, he went to Chesterfield County. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Chesterfield County School, but it's so important. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're from that you get these experiences and mission tomorrow and career and technical education really, really makes that connection with a lot of students. And yeah. it's, it's just awesome. And he, and he sees and can describe the value in what he's doing. Oh, yeah. He absolutely sees the difference that he makes in the community. Exactly. I mean, him ex- describing being out there, fixing people's power in the rain, and when that power finally comes back on, and, and people coming out of their houses and applauding them and stuff. It's, it's got to make you feel good when you're doing that kind of a job. And that's great. Yeah. And, you know, we've um, another thing we are, are very intentional about in CTE programming are um, giving students opportunities for apprenticeships, internships, shadowing. So even beyond Mission Tomorrow, when they're in their A-Center program, when they're in their comprehensive program, can we figure out a way for them to actually see and experience what a work day is like mm-hmm. makes a really, really big difference, makes the difference for a student. Yeah, definitely. Not all students end up going the career and technical ed- education route when they're in school, whether they're middle and high school. Um, and the ones that do, they get that, you know, they can get that exposure from the different programs. Almost All those programs have labs where they're actually trying to get um, them involved with real working uh, type of experiences in the different career tracks that they're working on. Doesn't matter the program, um, but to actually see the companies and 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 to see a hundreds, you know, it was a hundred fifty, almost hundred fifty uh, different businesses there stretched out all the, through those buildings, to get to see the variety and and that career exploration. Where in CTE, you know, this year they may take this, ex, you know, um, elective class, and then they come, they get into high school, and they maybe take an A center class for one or two years. Um, you know, they're going to get a certain amount of exposure, but coming to these types of events where they get to talk to all these different companies and hear back on what is it I need to do to get prepared if I want to come and work for you one day in the future, you know, being that they're only in the eighth grade, um, that's, 
information that's important to them to know that they can start what they need to do start getting ready so when they get out of high school they get out of college they're ready to get to get employed yes absolutely and you know making this event possible each year as we mentioned is this wonderful partnership between chamber rva and junior achievement of central virginia uh, bringing those business dozens and dozens of businesses together for three days to pull this off um so how did this event even happen you ask brian anderson president and ceo of chamber rva has the answers Amazingly, this idea came from an inner city trip we took back probably 10 years ago, and we saw another community doing something like this. We said, hey, we can do that. So this is the eighth year that we have been doing, offering this to every eighth grader in the greater Richmond region. First year, I mean, uh, multiple years now, we've had every school division represented to some degree. I think this year number will top over 12,000. So I think we're the biggest in the country. Planning starts the day after we finish. So Friday, we'll start thinking about next year. But every year it gets better because we listen to our exhibitors, our companies, we listen to the teachers, we listen to students through our junior achievement partner. They go back after the event, talk to the kid and say, hey, what did you learn? What did you enjoy? So we can try to make it better every year. And I think it is getting better because the teachers do a great job using it as a learning tool before and after. JA uses it in their programming. And so we hope that if we just have one spark, one kid, I'd say, I really think I want to explore that. We've done our job. Listen, all of us are distracted. If I'm eighth grade, I'm distracted. So you got to get their attention in some way. And what I've noticed after two days of walking around is they may not go to every student doesn't go to every booth. They go to something in every zone, which is all we want is, hey, maybe that construction thing looks good and then medical nursing. So as long as we get them to think about as I get older, what do I want to do when I leave school? And, and our school partners do a phenomenal job too, but you have to keep reinforcing it. they got to be kind of touched seven, eight, nine times to go, now I may be figuring it out. I do want to do a four-year college and be an accountant, or I want a two-year college and be an engineer, or I can go work for county government in really good jobs, building things and measuring things. So in my working career, this is the first time there's more jobs than people, or more part jobs than people looking. So we can't waste a, a young person saying, I'm going to spend five years figuring it out. Let's figure it out in eighth, ninth, tenth grade, graduate with a credential, and then I go right to work making good wages. Every company here, to my knowledge, and I've been looking at them, has probably one to two positions paying well above $25 an hour. Some are going to be six-figure right out of high school. You know what? You don't have to figure it out today. You need to think, what type of things do I want to do? I wish I'd have probably looked at construction harder in my younger days. I didn't, but they did some really good jobs in construction. So CTE and what you all are doing with work-based learning is probably the next big transformation because it's helping companies who are like, I want to do something, but I don't know how. Well, we're going to help you do an internship or an apprenticeship, job shadow, whatever. But get them exposed. And I've heard from more than one in here in this last couple of days that this experience, this is the first time they want to do more. So we got to make, we got to help them do that. And another huge thanks to Brian Anderson, president and CEO of Chamber RVA, and the Chamber RVA team. They put on such a well-planned and well-executed event. Um, it's so much work to pull all of this together, but boy, the final product was really life-changing uh, for students and the industry partners just do so much to really hit it out of the park. But I was just delighted in, in hearing um, Mr. Anderson's take on that because it is certainly the take that uh, our career and technical education folks share. 
We just heard from we just heard from a, a, a dealer yesterday. Yeah. We, you know, we had Bill Telly Ford out visiting our students out at Highland Springs A Center. And he's talked about one of the, our students that was hired just last year. He's getting his master technician training right now, being sent off to school, going to college, getting his master technician. And the the general manager told us the student now is making six figures. Six figures. I mean, you can't you can't look away from that and saying, eh. Yeah. That's not the job for me. Yeah. And you know, and then, and the, and the personal satisfaction of that, we have, we certainly have, uh, career tracks that perhaps are not going to land someone at, at six figures right out of yeah. school. But I tell you what, if you talk to the people in those careers, they love it. Yeah. They have the satisfaction of changing lives, teaching kids, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it sings to them and a, and a part of them that they love doing what they do. You know, the businesses put in so much work to make the activities meaningful, yes, but fun. I, I don't think we, we want to kind of gloss over that for eighth graders. Right. When you could see them in action, you kind of remember the fun parts of these jobs and what kind of drew people to, mm-hmm. to them to begin with. Um, and the businesses are obstacles obviously very clear-eyed about the importance of career and, and technical education, CTE. We actually chatted with Corey Doan. She's a project manager's assistant with Atlantic Constructors to find out why they wanted to invest the time at Mission Tomorrow. Let's meet Corey. We've always been interested in, obviously, educating the youth, and I think that especially once you get into high school and you go and pursue college and other things. Um, I think as a trade, we're really trying to push trades and how important they are and how much value they have and how notoriously people um, talk about trades in a negative way, but it's very positive and I think that you can really learn a lot. We have a lot of educational opportunities. We do apprentice programs, so I think that we really wanted to push that and um, just show how important trades can be. And you can really build your way up into a project manager, into a project executive. There's so much growth from starting, especially when you're young. And I think that people just don't really realize that, especially younger people, when you are pursuing other, you know, going to college or whether joining a trade. I think that there's so much growth opportunity. That was a a familiar theme. Um, The growth and the diversity within these companies, really amazing. Corey's work as a, as a project manager's assistant, she, she mentioned that sometimes she's out in the field and you know she's generally in an office, but that there are so many directions that students can take or, or mm-hmm. um, when they do kind of land in the career field of their choice, it's just opening that window for them to see. Yeah, when, again, it's that whole exposing them to careers that they didn't know were available with a particular company. And um, and hearing, and then her talking about how important the trades are, um, what we emphasize all the time. Um, you know, these these career tracks are important. You know, when you, when you look at just the construction trades alone, you know, whether it's masonry, carpentry, um, or what, these are the these are the careers and the people who are out there making sure that civilization exists as it does today. They're the ones that have you know the ones in the past have brought us up to where we are now, and the youth today are the ones who are going to take us into the future. And all these careers, they're constantly changing. We're not building houses like we were, you know, ten years ago, much less twenty, thirty, forty when before I was born. You know, it's it's 
the, the technology changes and those jobs change with it. You know, who would have thought 10 years ago there would be 3D printing houses where you've got a machine basically pouring concrete walls, you know, automatically. You know, it's a giant, you know, uh, uh, 3D printer, but it's building, it's making a house. And there's one in Richmond. It was done in Richmond. It was a, um, that I thought was so exciting uh, when I saw it last year. So, again, hearing from her and talking about the importance of these careers and the fact that they're growing those careers from the inside. You know, Colonial Web is a classic example. Um, some, some years ago, we interviewed um, uh, him at uh, one of our podcasts. He, when he, he didn't start off as a CEO. He didn't, he didn't just create it. He wasn't somebody who was in HVAC and started a company. He was somebody who started with a company on the ground floor and is now the CEO. And this, you see this repeated through all these different companies that they're looking from the inside to bring people up. So it doesn't matter where you start. They want to bring you up. Yes. So when you, when you hear from a student, and I've heard this over the years, they want to do something important. You know, what do you want to do? I want to do something important. These are important careers and when you the satisfaction of being able to say i helped work on that for me to sit there and pass by a building that was built 40 years ago and say hey i know my dad worked on that he was a crane operator he worked on regency mall when it was being constructed and now we actually have an adult education center <laughs> that we just built in there and it's it's so cool when i was able to go inside and say oh my gosh i wonder which one of these metal beams my dad placed in here and then the workers were in there and bolted the, those the steel steel together and then did the welding and that you know it's so cool to sit there and have those memories and have that experience and and we have students today say yeah. the same thing i got to work on that house you know there's people there's a family living in that home mm -hmm. and students built it our students built it and they can for the rest of their lives they can tell people i worked on that yeah, that is so cool. And, and I think Mitch Haddon is the gentleman you speak of, the, the uh, yes. CEO of Colonial oh, Web, yeah. who's been and remains an amazing supporter of career and technical education. We are fortunate to have so many people in the Richmond region who are behind us and with us and creating opportunities for for our students and importantly, our graduates. So this is, again, we want to thank everyone who is was at Life Ready Expo, the folks who partner with us on a day-to-day -day basis. We are preparing students for jobs that don't exist yet. Some of yeah. this- Oh know, yeah. We you know, Hamarico Career and Technical, Ed Technical Education and the Workforce and Career Development Department is always keeping their eyes open and saying, what is the next thing we need to be doing? You bet. Mission tomorrow is for eighth graders. We we tried to catch up with a few eighth graders to chat, but I got to tell you guys, they were on the move. It was really hard <laughs> to grab them from those those presentation booths. They were a lot more interested there, um, to, to see and touch and feel. But we did have a chance to catch up with Fairfield science teacher Brendan Finney and our CTE specialist, Farrakha Bray, who really is our connective our connector for mission tomorrow to give us a little insight into why educators are so appreciative of the event and next steps to take after the event let's catch up with brendan and farica
there's a lot of hope for our students to show them some extra opportunities for what they can do besides just the activities we do in the classroom. It's nice to get out into the community and uh, work with some local partners and also share the knowledge to our students instead of what we do typically. I think it was just the, um, the visuals, the demonstrations out here. There's so many cool projects, um, just a lot going on for them to see and through all this I think it's it's really can pique some of their interest and maybe something that they're not used to or something they've never seen before. So there's a number of things that a student can do next is I would say talk to their teacher and then their teacher follows up with that business and invites them into the classroom. Um, in every district in Virginia we now have work-based learning coordinators so those work-based learning coordinators can set up some job shadowing or internships, even with our eighth graders. Um, and then just having the conversation at home, extending what I learned today with my parents or guardians at home, and then having that ownership at home to be able to nurture those ideas from career exploration. As a parent, I would talk to my student's school counselor um, definitely attend specialty center nights that are happening now to learn about specialty center options, including options at our ACE centers, our advanced career education centers, um, and then encouraging my student to actually apply for an ACE center and enroll in a course where they are getting hands-on career instruction and potentially earning a, an industry certification to go beyond high school. So Mike Farica makes an excellent point. Parents can be looking right now into their options for their, for their young person. Yeah, I mean, that's is so, so important right now. When, you're, when you've got an eighth grader who comes to one of these events and they see... Uh, multiple types of careers out there and they hone in on something they find interesting support from the parents has got it is in, so important because if they're not going to get that then it's going to kind of deter them from wanting to take that path please be you know parents just need to be supportive you know you have your ideas and what you like your students to do but make sure that you're taking into consideration what the student wants to do yeah you know your your student and remembering, and again, we we want to encourage everybody, visit HenricoCTE.com. There is so much good specific information. There's mm -hmm. specific dates um, for people to be paying attention to because there are, for ACE centers and specialty centers, there is an application and yes. enrollment process. So don't sleep on that. Yeah, because right now, I mean, it's open right now. The, re the registration is open through um, almost the end of November. And so, you know, the, whether you're a 10th grader applying and competing against all the rest of the 10th graders in nine high schools or you're an eighth grader for the early bird um, registration, please get that application in. If you're just if you're an eighth grader and you're just kind of thinking that this is something you want to do because it, it is a few years off, yeah. you know, and so a lot could happen. But there's nothing wrong with going ahead because of the way it's set up. You can register now in the eighth grade. If something changes, if your ideas change on what it is you want to do and the program uh, that you signed up for is not, you know, suddenly it's not what you, you're thinking you want to do. You've learned something new uh, about another career path. You don't have. You, yes, you've signed up. You've locked yourself in. But if it's another program in the A Center and you want to switch to another one, 
Easy enough. There's a, a form for that. If you want to back out entirely out of the A Center, you're not locked. You're, yes, you're locked in, but you're not stuck. You can back back out at a later date. But if you have the opportunity now, there's no reason why you wouldn't want to sign up, get yourself locked in, and and then, you know, you don't have to worry. You know, You've got oh, I couldn't get in. Work, I couldn't right. get in. It was mm-hmm. too. I signed up too late. You know, go ahead and get it done now, and then. You know, because this is what you're thinking about right now. If something changes, you're fine. Exactly. And and parents and guardians, again, um, there's time to explore, time to ask questions, time to mull it over. But having those supportive and open conversations with your young person is yes. the first big step. So thank you all for doing that and in encouraging that kind of exploration with your kids. And plus what Ferka was talking about were those businesses. I mean, they're more than willing to come out to the schools and come out to a classroom. I've seen so many events, they call them touch a truck, where the companies will come out to these career days at elementary schools and middle schools and come and visit the classrooms and and to talk to these students one-on-one in small groups. And again, it's that reinforcement. Um, you know, they saw this company or these companies out at Mission Tomorrow. Now they're seeing them in their classroom, getting more information. They can ask even more questions as a, individually as in a group. All these experiences are important and are molding these kids to, to, you know, try and find out what it is they, they see their future as. And these companies are helping them and preparing for those ideas and, and concepts of what it is they want to do in the future. Again, we want to thank our uh, the team from Mission Tomorrow for giving Henrico County Public Schools eighth graders an amazing experience. Mike, our mission is to continue spotlighting the wonderful world and work of career and technical education. So, listeners, join the fun. Join us on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, at the handle Henrico CTE, so you can keep track of the activities that are happening to support career and technical education. For a deep dive, visit HenricoCTE.com. For Mike Roberts, I'm Marianne McGee, thanking you for listening to Henrico CTE Now. We'll catch you next time.